Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena and I love to share good stories with you. What do you think God wants for you and me? Does God want us to be smart, rich, famous, develop superpowers and be superheroes, to go to Sunday school every week and have perfect attendance, be the best prayer in the world, memorize the Bible cover to cover? If I told you that God does not expect these things for you and me, would you believe me? If we want to know what God wants for us, then yes, we can pray and go to Sunday school and read the Bible. Doing these things is good and will certainly help us. However, if I told you that the happiness that you feel deep in your heart is a sign of what God wants for you, would you believe me? Please don't feel badly if you don't. Or if you don't think you can know what God wants for you. Most everyone has trouble because there are so many things that get in the way to confuse us and to hide the answer. But let me assure you, the answer can be found like a treasure. We just need to push lots of stuff out of the way. This is what Jesus does in today's Gospel from St. John. The feast of Passover is about to happen. Jesus goes with the disciples to Jerusalem. Inside the temple courtyard, people are buying and selling cows, sheep, and doves. The money changers are there too. As you can imagine, it is smelly and messy and noisy. This is not what the temple is for, Jesus tells his friends. Then he chases the animals outside. He pushes the tables over and money scatters everywhere. He pushes all the stuff out of the way. In today's Sunday story, a young girl named Luba lives happily in the country with her mama and papa. One day she finds a wren caught in a net. As she kindly sets the little bird free, she has no idea that soon her parents will be trapped in a different kind of net, one in which they keep asking for more and more stuff. Eventually, all that stuff gets in the way of the real treasure. Let's listen to today's Sunday story. Luba and the Wren by Patricia Polacco Once there was a poor farmer and his wife. They lived with their only child, Luba, in a humble dacha in a clearing on the edge of a deep forest. Their house was crowded and small. The roof leaked, the fences needed mending. The fields, although lovingly tended, were meager and bare. They had little comfort, but their daughter, Luba, was full of joy and free from care, as all children should be. 
One day, as Luba was looking for mushrooms deep in the forest, she heard a small, pitiful cry coming from the tree above her. There she saw the most beautiful, delicate little wren caught in a fowler's net. She took pity on this little creature and climbed the tree to free it. It took wing and sang a glorious song. Then it fluttered down from the sky and landed on a branch next to her. To Luba's astonishment, the little bird spoke. My dear, how can I ever repay you for saving my life? It asked. When Luba found her voice, she replied, I would have done the same for any creature, little one. For your kindness, the wren said, I shall grant you any wish that you may ask of me, for I am enchanted. But I am content, I have no wish, Luba said as she shyly laughed. If you ever want for anything, come to the forest and call me, the bird said. Luba ran all the way home and burst into the house and told her mother and father about the enchanted wren. Foolish girl, her mother moaned. Why didn't you ask the wren for a bigger house? You know how hard it is for us. We are so poor, her father added. Couldn't you go back and ask, her mother said wearily. Go back to the forest and ask the wren for a bigger house on fertile land, they both pleaded. Luba did as they asked and went to the edge of the forest. Little wren, little wren, please come to me, she sang out. Dear one, the wren chirped as she landed on a tree above Luba. What do you wish? It is not mine. Luba said shyly, it is my parents' wish that brings me back to you. What then do they want? The wren asked cheerfully. A bigger house. They would like to have more room and also to have land that is rich and fertile, so they don't have to work so hard to grow things. Go then, dear one, the wren said, for it is already done. Sure enough, as Luba got to the clearing where her small dacha had been, there stood a grand farmhouse indeed. Her parents greeted her. Their clothes were new and not patched. Their land was lush and fertile. The orchards were full of trees heavy with ripe fruit. Luba's heart sang. She knew that her parents would be happy and content. But, alas... Within weeks, they were pacing the floor. We have been thinking, they said as they paced. We would like to have a bigger house with more fields and workers to help us farm. But I have already asked the wren for this wonderful farm. How can I ask her for more? Lupa said. You saved her life, her father said sternly. She owes you this wish. Now go and ask the wren for a manor house with acres and acres of land, her mother ordered. Luba went to the edge of the forest. She was reluctant to call the little wren, but the wren came as soon as she heard Luba's voice. 
dear one, what is it now? The wren asked. It is not for me, and I wouldn't ask again, but it is my parents. They no longer like the farmhouse. Now they want an estate with acres of land and servants. The wren could see the child was ashamed. Go then, my dear, said the wren, for it is already done. When Luba returned home, there, instead of a big farmhouse, stood a graceful house of estate, surrounded by lush gardens, ponds, and honking geese and swans. As she entered the house, her father was seated by the fireplace in a grand chair. He was truly lord of the manor. Her mother was seated next to him, being tended by handmaidens. Spread before them was a table, glowing with all kinds of wondrous things to eat. Now Luba was sure they would be happy and content. But, just as before, Luba awoke one morning to see her parents pacing the floor. We have been thinking, they began, since the wren can grant us anything we want, why didn't we ask for a palace in the first place? But Mama, Papa, Luba pleaded, I cannot ask the wren again. Ah, but you can, the father hissed. After all, you saved her life, didn't you? She should be grateful, her mother bellowed. Go now they ordered. And not only do we want a palace, but we wish to be rulers of all the Ukraine. Luba walked slowly to the edge of the forest. Her heart was heavy. The sky was gray and dark. The forest looked bleak and unfriendly. Luba called the wren. The wren came. What do they wish now? the wren asked sternly. Now they want to live in a palace and be rulers of all the Ukraine, Luba answered, barely able to speak. Go then, my child, the wren said. It is already done. When Luba arrived home, she stood in the courtyard of a majestic palace. Everywhere she looked, there were uniformed servants and guards, when she entered the palace, there were her parents, surrounded by chancellors and vice-chancellors, and noblemen from all the counties and estates in the Ukraine. I hope this makes them happy at last, Luba thought. And they were, for a time. But then, one morning, Luba woke to find her parents standing near her bed. We have been thinking, they said. Being rulers of the Ukraine is not what we thought it would be. Go to the wren and ask her to make us the czar and czarina of all the Russias. This I cannot do, Luba cried. You must, they said. After all, we are the rulers of the Ukraine and you must not disobey. When Luba got to the forest, the wren was waiting for her. The sky was billowing clouds, gray and stormy. Lightning crackled at their edges. Now what do they want? The wren asked impatiently. They want to be the czar and the czarina of all the Russias. Luba answered as she sobbed. 
Go then. It is already done, the wren sighed. As Luba approached the clearing, she saw the onion domes of the czars gleaming in the sun. Then she saw her parents, the czar and czarina of all the Russias, drive up in a golden coach, festooned with riches and splendor that she had never imagined in her life. Surely, she thought to herself, this will finally make them happy and content. This time it seemed that at long last they finally were. Then one day Luba found them pacing the great hall. As Luba approached them, they said, Ah, Luba, we were thinking, now that we are the Tsar and Tsarina of all the Russias, we see absolutely no reason why we cannot be emperor and empress of the entire world. Luba could not speak. Go to the Wren and make this so we command you. They growled. Luba hardly recognized her parents anymore, but she did as they asked. When she entered the forest this day, the sky was blacker than black. The trees twisted harshly. Storm clouds rolled angrily in the sky. The wind seemed to push against her every step. The wren was waiting for her. Now what? The wren snapped. Luba did not speak for the longest time. But finally she found the words. They wish to be emperor and empress of all the world. Go then, the wren said. It is already done. Luba stood in the majestic throne room. There, seated on the tallest thrones, were her parents, emperor and empress of all the world. They didn't speak to her. Leaders from all lands stood near and far, bowing at their feet. At long last, Luba thought, they are happy and content. Then one day, as all the times before, she saw her parents standing, looking out of the window of her room. We have been thinking, they hissed. We want more, much, much, much more. We want to be gods. Luba was stunned. No, Papa, Mama, do you hear what you're saying? This is sacrilege. Silence, they thundered. Go ask the wren. Luba went to the forest. Never had the journey taken so long. A fierce storm raged in the sky above her. The wind howled. The trees writhed and shook. But the wren was waiting. Luba could not find the words to ask this wish. She just stood and cried. And now, the wren asked almost sadly, they want to be gods. 
Luba choked through her tears. Lightning slashed the sky in half. The thunder cried out Luba's name. The ground pitched and buckled under her feet. Go then, my child, the wren said softly. It is already done. Luba walked sadly back to the clearing. Her steps were heavy. Her heart ached. But as she reached the clearing, she was surprised to see her little dacha, the dear little house just as it was before. The fences needed mending, the roof leaked, the fields were meager and bare. Then she saw her mama and papa sitting on the front porch. Her mother was mending torn clothing. Her father was carving a small piece of wood. Here is our dear treasure now, her mother exclaimed. I made this today just for you, her father said, as he showed her a carving of a small wooden bird. Was it wonderful in the forest today? They said as they stretched out their arms to her. Luba leaped into their warm embrace. At long last, her parents were happy and very, very content indeed. At the beginning of the story, Luba is happy, but the more stuff her parents ask for, the sadder Luba becomes until finally all she can do is stand in the forest and cry as the storm rages around her. This is a scary moment, isn't it? And we have no idea what will happen next. When Jesus turns over the tables and chases the animals out of the temple, it's a scary moment too. He is angry and no one knows what will happen next. Jesus is sad and mad because the temple leaders let more and more stuff get into the temple. Eventually, all that stuff gets in the way of the real treasure. When Jesus sees that people can't get into the temple to be with God, he decides it's time to do something about it. Do you think the wren is sad and mad because Luba's parents keep asking for more and more? I think the wren is angry, but instead of punishment, the parents receive blessing. That is what is so wonderful about this story. The loss of their big palace, their fancy clothes and servants, and the ability to rule the world is not a punishment. It is a blessing because having lost it all, they are now free to find the most precious treasure of all, Luba. God wants us to receive blessing upon blessing and to discover the treasure of his love deep in our hearts. I hope you believe this to be true. Let us pray. Be near us, Lord Jesus. We ask you to stay close beside us forever and love us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.